Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, a new gaming bill. Also, culture wars in limbo. And are lawmakers drunk on power? Say, how many drinks have you had? This will make six martinis. All right. Will you bring me five more martinis? Leo, line them right up here. Yes, ma'am. Nah, they just need a little shot to chill. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. Welcome to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist at APR, and all around great guy. How you doing? I'm all right. I like that introduction. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your baby, Andy Lou, turned four. Yeah. This week. Yeah, Happy did, birthday, yeah. sweet girl. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it, took, it only took like a month to get to four years old. That's, uh, that's how long it seems <laughs> to have taken. It, yeah, it seems like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like just yeah. yesterday we were yeah, in the... Mm. Well, we have things to be thankful for, and we that's do. one of them. She's, oh, she's yeah. a special child. Uh, and we had a couple others. Hagler had his Hagler birthday had his this birthday. Yeah. He did. He All did. right. And I quit having birthdays several years ago, so there you go. <laughs> After 21, they don't count anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, and, no. And long as, yeah, that's right. Hey, you know, I, very seldom do I, I, I tend to agree with Mo Brooks, and uh, you know, I, I feel good about that, but <laughs> Mo Brooks has been going around the state warning conservatives, warning Republicans, that his opponent, one of his opponents, Senate candidate Mike Durant, is actually being was recruited and is being funded by a group that that basically has a lot of liberal ties uh, I mean even they have more liberal uh, Republicans they've they some of the backers that back people like Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris and and you know they're tied to Mitch McConnell and they're also tied to Mitt Romney uh, Josh these are not the kind of Republicans that normally vote in uh, Alabama primaries. We got more hardcore than that, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're probably the Republicans that the Republican Party should start embracing a little bit more uh, before they go completely off the deep end. But no, uh, I, I, and I also will not say this very often, but, you know, Mo Brooks is right. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, he... Durant has more closely aligned himself with, with John McCain uh, and, and that wing of the party, uh, the sane wing of the party, than he has some of the others. And, uh, you know, to me, that's that's a good thing. I, I think you're probably right that uh, a lot of people in a in a Republican primary where crazy seems to be the call uh, will, will not appreciate that very much. But, you know, I, you know, I got to say, and I've said this a couple of different times here lately, you know, Mitt Romney. Um, He's a guy that, that gets some, some heat from, I think, from very, very conservative people. But if we had more people like Mitt Romney, uh, we'd be a lot better off. Uh, you know, I don't agree with him on probably 90% of, of his politics, but he's a thoughtful person. He's a calm and rational person. And I, I just wish that, that more people from both sides of the aisle would take up his tact 
um, and, yeah. and, and, and handle things and issues the way he has. Well, again, I, I don't disagree with you on that, but I'm just saying, you know, if you're looking, he, he's positioned himself, Susan, yeah. as a MAGA, as a MAGA candidate. Mm -hmm. And even President Trump, we're told, refers to him as the John McCain candidate. He does. And is not fond of uh, Durant. He has not said that publicly, but privately we understand he said that. It's just unusual. This guy came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And allegedly he was handpicked by this group, More Perfect Union Fox Business News, did a whole expose on them and, and their deep ties to uh, the McConnells. And, 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 and like I said, Kamala Harris giving mm -hmm. to her. So this is not exactly a mega guy, no, a mega and, guy. And something that, that has really caught my attention is he's missed voting in 15 out of the last 18 statewide elections. Apparently over the last 12 years, from the Secretary of State's records, he's not voted one time in a Republican Party primary, not voted one time in a Republican runoff, not voted one time in a legislative vote, <coughs> and has not voted one time in a governor's race. He's missed 15 out of the last 18 statewide elections. Is he going to be an absentee voter or an abstention in, in, in the Senate? I mean, is, is he actually going to vote when he gets up there? That's my question. I mean, it's kind of hard to imagine that a guy can get the nomination to be the U.S. Senator from Alabama, who who really has only voted once, and, and for a Republican in Alabama, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I can't imagine a Democrat ever getting that position. So he is kind of like a stealth candidate. Nobody knows anything about him except what he puts on there. He's got a nice story, and that's about it. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't disagree with uh, with what you're saying uh, about him, and, and I think that is kind of a troubling aspect. I found that troubling about Tommy Tuberville as well. Uh, you know, the man from yeah. Florida, uh, and, you know, and so, but apparently that doesn't matter to anybody. You know, it, it, your concerns are just lost <laughs> on on the normal voter. It doesn't, you know, you can just roll in here from anywhere and they'll elect you as long as you got an R beside your name. I guess so. It's just the oddest thing in the world. Uh, well, I, we, we saw some polling this week, and I, I believe this poll looks about right, uh, done by some serious pollsters, but we're not, you know, you're going to have to trust that we saw it <laughs> or not trust that we saw it. We don't make up the news here because <clears throat> you can't make this crap up. Yeah. Excuse me. But uh, <clears throat> according to the latest poll, Susan, Governor Kay Ivey has 60% uh, Republican voters are saying that they will choose her uh, as opposed to Tim James and Lindy Blanchard. The rest of the crew in that poll don't, don't even break 2%. Uh, Lindy Blanchard and Tim James are uh, second and third, but uh, they're just not close to Ivy. I'm not surprised at all. Ivy's been there. She's got great name recognition. Uh, she's done a good job. She's been a commanding leader. So these poll numbers are not surprising to me at all, and I don't think to anybody else, honestly. I thought Josh, she was running against Joe Biden. I didn't know that she was running <coughs> against anybody else other than Joe Biden. Well, she is, and her poll numbers are better than Joe Biden's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, somebody talk, tried to tell me the other day Kay Ivey wasn't conservative enough. I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's an editor in another southern, southern, southern state, and he said, what do you mean? 
how do you go right about uh, uh, Kay Ivey, fall off the earth? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, I, I've never thought of her as a liberal myself. Uh, so, you know, no, I have those no. tendencies, but I, I've, I've never known her to join the club. Uh, Anybody that knows her knows that is so no, far from the no, truth. No, not even close. Yeah. Hey, I tell you one interesting thing. We don't have time to get to it. It looks like Jim Ziegler has the best shot of anyone of being Alabama's next. Secretary of State, Susan. Be afraid. Be very <laughs> afraid. Well, we're going to have to leave it right there. Be afraid. Be very afraid. You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. I'm Donald Trump, and I love Alabama. As many of you know, there are a few issues facing our nation as important as election integrity and election fraud. This is why the people of the great state of Alabama must work together to make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. So get out, register to vote, and get a photo ID so you can make your voice heard and decide the future of our great country. Thank you. Lindy Blanchard started out in a trailer in Wetumpka, then succeeded in business. President Trump named her our country's ambassador to Slovenia. Now she's stepping forward to fight for Alabama. I will use my business experience to create jobs, end vaccine and mask mandates, improve our schools, and restore election security. Driven by faith, trusted by President Trump, conservative outsider Lindy Blanchard for governor. My dog Jupiter is frightened. When I climb too high, the owl said, Monsters, Daddy. I did, honey. There are no monsters. You're perfectly safe. Protect yourself and those you love. Vaccinate now. So you got caught speeding. But this time, you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You know, this new government speaks, I guess it's always been around, but the, the legislature, Susan, is trying to pass a, a legislation that would ban critical race theory mm -hmm. being taught in classrooms, in public education. But they've decided this really clever move. They're, they're not calling it critical race theory. They're calling it decept, de, de, divisive, divisive. Divisive, divisive concepts. Yeah. Now, there apparently is some divisiveness over the, you know, these bills because they, one passed in a committee in the Senate, a bill, and then in the House, a bill got knocked down. So uh, these divisive concepts, uh, they seem to have a, Josh, where's this going? Do you know? Oh, well, go ahead, Josh, please. Guys, uh, it seems as though the divisiveness is uh, over the bills themselves. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, 
you know, and listen, uh, I, and, and I never thought that I would say this because I've had uh, great disagreements with the man in the past, but all kudos to Mike Ball for finally taking yeah. a stand against mm-hmm. this nonsense. And he has. He's taken two two very public stands against these bills because he's and he's right. He's completely 100 percent right, as are the other people in the room that are so totally confused whenever this conversation starts, including the bill's sponsor who has no idea what the bill actually does or what it's addressing uh, and, and why they're bringing it. It's so, it's just ridiculous, man. And this idea that we're, that we're somehow going to take out of the classroom, these divisive concepts. And I I assume they're defining divisive uh, ideas uh, as anything that would make, uh, because I know they've done this in other States, anything that makes white, people feel uncomfortable uh and that's you know that i i don't you know i, I just don't know what you're you, trying to do you know who was, who was go ahead susan let me let me in in their infinite wisdom enlighten you on what they're saying here it includes one race sex or religion is inherently superior to another race sex or religion and that this unit this state or the united states is inherently racist or sexist so we can't wait a minute Oh, wait a minute. I, I'm just confused. So we, yeah, so is everybody we, else. We just, we just spent two years rewriting the 1901 Constitution to take out the racist language, right? Mm-hmm. And so now we're saying that this state and the United States was never inherently racist. We, Josh, I, I help mean. Me. You know, <laughs> listen. I, I got to tell you, when we're, you know, when you go back and you look at the secession papers of some of the southern states, uh, in which the goal was to declare that white that white people was a superior white, you know, Caucasian was a superior race. Uh, yeah. I got to say, I think that might be inherently racist. I'm just and, throwing it out there. And, and the, the listen, advertisement for the 1901 Constitution. Don't forget this, that too. Yeah, I'm, it said I'm white, and I, I I'm not this thing. I am embarrassed for the people who came before me for what they did. But the only thing that it makes me want to do is to do better than those people. It does not make me want to hate anybody. It does not make me feel shame about the way I live or who I am. Uh, It makes me want to do better. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you cannot, and this is the whole thing. It's, they don't even see the irony of making these statements, meanwhile passing, you know, uh, rewriting the Constitution to remove the racist and I would say sexist language as two, because this has been the history. It doesn't mean we're terrible people. You know, Jefferson owned slaves. That's a terrible thing. But I can't go back and rewrite the history to to whitewash that. So that, I mean, people, look, I don't feel bad about what my ancestors did. I feel bad that we had a society that did that. Maybe I'm not saying that expressly right. No, it's, again, and listen, it's we terrible should teach, what they did. We should teach should, children this is what happened and, yeah. and that you shouldn't do that. And I, and I, don't, you I, I believe kids these. will know. You learn. If yes. we don't teach it, we, we are definitely going to repeat it because this is how history works. Yeah. We and need if you don't unvarnished teach it, history. Yeah, if you don't teach it, you wind up with statues of slave owners in your town. I mean, well, that that's would how never it happens. Happen. That never happens, Josh. No, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But anyway, it's just not being honest. I think the thing is, 
I just, these bills are everywhere, mm-hmm. and they they just are, they are really meant to divide, not yeah, to divide. But they're also divide. meant to get election numbers in the primary. Let's, let, let, let's be real honest here. They're, they keep they can't get it at CRT, so they keep watering it down, keep watering it down, keep watering it down, because they just don't, well, I voted for that. But it wasn't CRT. Now it's something completely different. But it kind of sounds like CRT. Well, it's 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 just another way of dividing the state, dividing people, literally. Uh, and, and you bring up a good point. How many incumbents, Josh, on the Democratic side or the Republican side, are even in jeopardy of losing their seat? Very, very few. Uh, you right. know, there there are some. Yeah, there, there. Well, there are some, you know, challenges from the far right uh, to some of these people, but not even most of those are, you know, nonsensical um, and, and have no chance. And so, uh, you know, there there are a handful, but they're not many. And and listen, uh, you know, this is what you get with uh, with gerrymandering. You know, I mean, it's, right. you've just you've pushed everybody uh, to this where a primary is the only thing that matters, and even in the primary, you can't get anybody in there. You know, that's the thing, Susan. We've set up a permanent political class. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, and, and that's what you have, is a permanent political class. The, the question for the leadership who should be helping with this is do they want the dumbest permanent political class possible? And I, I just don't think that our leadership really wants that. I think they well, we're want pretty better close. candidates. So, I mean, yeah, they, better, yeah. they better decide they're, they're, to hurry. They're kind of, uh, you're kind you know, of stuck I mean, with what uh, they've got at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you got to do something. Listen, everybody in America should want an independent uh, system of voting uh, where, you know, where we're, we're choosing districts based on numbers and raw data and nothing else and to take the politics out of it because this is yeah. not a way this is not a way to create a good government and I don't care who's in charge it's it's not a way to create good government no it's not and these are the type of governments you have in totalitarian states around mm-hmm. the world where there's one leader and there's a permanent political class and they don't like to teach history well they don't they don't know they, they don't like history yeah. all right we're going to have to leave it right there you're watching the V the voice of Alabama politics You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. My dog Jupiter is frightened when I climb too high. The owl said. Check for monsters, Daddy. I did, honey. There are no monsters. You're perfectly safe. Protect yourself and those you love. Vaccinate now. Welcome back to the V, 
the voice of Alabama politics. Josh, as the political sage and philosopher, Yogi Berra said, it's deja vu all over again. <laughs> yeah. we, ha we have a new gambling bill, the new gambling bill, almost same as the old gambling bill. It yes. is now passed out of Senate committee. It, it should be on the floor of the Senate this coming week. I know it's hard to predict things, especially the future, but what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, my one of my favorite coaches I ever covered uh, at, while working at the uh, Montgomery Advertiser, uh, L.C. Cole, once said when they hired an old AD at Alabama State, out with the old, in with the old. Um, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> uh, you know it, it, that's kind of the way this is. Although I, you know, I, I think the bill's okay. Um, you know, I think the first measure of any bill is whether or not you can pass it, and I think this bill can be passed. It has. Uh, you know enough votes to, to do that, uh, but it's it's the same essential bill as as last year, where you you're going to have five casinos, uh, the four dog track locations that we have, and then a, a, an additional site up in northeast Alabama. Uh, you'll have two satellite uh, places, uh, casinos, I guess you would call them, uh, where you play electronic games. Those will be in Lowndes in Houston County. You have a statewide lottery, and uh, you have sports gaming that that'll be tethered to the uh, casinos. Uh, so I mean, it's it's basically what we had last year with a few improvements i think it's overall a pretty good bill um getting it passed i think if it actually went to the floor and in both houses and i think it'll go th to, through the senate like you know, like a rocket uh, next week uh with very few problems uh but if it actually made it to the floor in the house i think it would pass uh if they actually had a, held a vote on it it would it would pass there you know with very little problem uh the problem is going to be getting it actually to the floor i think they're they face some leadership challenges on that and We'll see if they can overcome those behind the scene things that, that often keep legislation from, from actually make it in, in front of the people to vote on it. Susan, uh, we've seen this year after year after year and everyone kind of points the blame at somebody. I mean, Governor Kay Ivey has no say in this bill. Mm -mm. Uh, the, this is a constitutional amendment, so it goes to the people, they mm -hmm. vote for it. Yeah, that's an important point. I, yeah, that's one thing I should have mm -hmm. mentioned. This, this is not to pass gambling. This is to give people right. the opportunity to vote on whether or not they they want to gamble. Exactly. They are putting they put two bills out there. One is enabling uh, constitutional CA, and this other one is you know how it's going to function. Right. And that's what we've always wanted to put in front of the people. This is the governor has no say so whether this passes. The legislature has no say so. Right. All they're doing is putting a bill out there and saying, do you want it? Right. Mm -hmm. the essentially, with a CA, is it goes from the legislature straight to the voter. Right. It never crosses the governor's desk. Right. Okay? There is no mechanism that it would do that in the way our system works. Right. And they're just laying out the parameters on which people are allowed to vote. And this, I just say, let the people vote. If they're trying to hold it up in the House, they don't have any reason to because the incumbents are going to win. Nobody's going to come yeah. out and go, oh, my God, you voted for gaming. You're losing. No, because no. they don't have any... They don't it's have a very popular, you know, it really with the people now, it's a very popular issue, uh, particularly the uh, the economic impact of it, uh, which will mm -hmm. be tremendous. I mean, you're talking about nearly a, a billion dollars, a, a, a hundred million or I'm sorry, nearly a billion dollars a year yeah. in, in, a year. Uh, in, a year. in revenue. 
a year annually. A year. Uh, yeah, and and so I mean that's a, that's a huge chunk of money. A lot of it going to scholarships and to education. Um, you know, in addition to that, you're talking about creating somewhere north of twelve thousand permanent jobs oh, yeah. uh, out of this, yeah. and you know, and and you're doing it in areas Macon County, Greene County, uh, Northeast in Jackson or DeKalb County, Jefferson County, uh, where you, you yeah, they can still use jobs, uh, especially good paying yeah. permanent jobs with you know with benefits like they're going to have at, the, at these casinos, and so I, I think I was, that it's a it's a popular bill with people is what I'm saying. It is, and I'm look, I'm not a big gambling guy. But we already have gambling. It's here. Yeah. We just don't regulate it like we should. We don't tax it like we should. Right. And, you know, someone was saying the other day, well, all the inherent problems that come with gaming, they're already here. Yeah. We just don't have a way for the state to pay to help eradicate that. Right. But we don't have a way to pay the state for the state to help pay for people that have gambling addictions. They're going to have gambling addictions whether they're here in the state or whether they're tra traveling to Mississippi. It doesn't matter. But the state itself has no way to heal those ills if we're not getting tax revenue off that. Right. And I think we, we've had this long enough. It is really time. I mean, uh, whoever in the House is going to try to hold this up, and that's what we're hearing, yeah. should just really for the betterment of the state say, once and for all, I would like to go through a session and never have to mention gaming. The other thing that this, these bills do is they get the gambling money out of the legislature. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, 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 it no longer, no longer, and this may be one of the problems, Josh, because the line <laughs> yeah, is probably start is, losing yeah. money. Uh, but there will be no more of this giving money from casinos, mm -hmm. from gaming interests. I believe that's actually in the bill, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it is. that's, that's part of the deal. No more, you know, because they, they go to these people and they take their money and then they're like, well, I'm not sure if I can vote on this this time, but yeah. they're happily taking their money. Uh, yeah. Same thing with, with the lobbyists though. The lobbyists, I, I, they spend two to $3 million every time this comes up on lobbyists. You know, so they have no yeah, well, vested listen, interest in watching you're, this pass. You're right. We're going to have less money flowing into our elections uh, from, from gambling interest. And we're going right. to have uh, probably overall less gambling in the state uh, yeah. because of the regulations that will come about from the bill uh, that, that limits uh, gaming to these locations. So, I mean, overall, we'll actually probably end up with, with less gaming. But, you know, yeah. we'll have options that people think are very, very popular right now. But it, and it, but it'll be legal gaming, and yes. it'll be taxed and regulated. I want to move on to one thing. We've got about a minute and a half. I got two things, actually. You know, we're talking about systematic racism and all that stuff. Mayor Stephen Reed of Montgomery, a what I would think is a majority minority city in Alabama. Am I correct mm -hmm. about that, Josh? Yes. Uh, they want to change some names that <laughs> would honor black leaders instead of honoring Klansmen and, and, and folks like that. And it's gonna cost them $25,000 every time because Steve Marshall and the Alabama legislature has decided that they must keep racist names on streets that where there are black owned businesses uh, and black owned. So now we're saying street signs are money? Yeah, that's that part, no, that's part of the deal, historical. Yeah, so they're historical street, street names. Signs yeah. are monuments. They're not yeah. monuments, they're historical uh, names. Okay, I, I'm confused, sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I wonder. I wonder what happens if you just don't pay it. I don't know, but we're gonna we're gonna have to leave it right there. We're running out of time. This week, Representative David Wheeler passed away. He was one of the good ones, and he will be missed.